Dr. Michael Roizen. Dr. Michael Roizen. You, the Owner's Manual Radio Show. You're listening to You, the Owner's Manual Radio Podcast and Radio MD IR or wherever you download us from. Thank you very much for doing that. This is a special edition. Why am I saying a special edition? Because today is the release of our new book, The Great Age Reboot, Cracking the Longevity Code for a Younger Tomorrow. Cracking the Longevity Code for a Younger Tomorrow. Yeah, the first part of it is The Great Age Reboot. And if you will, since this is a special, I'm going to talk only about this book. But we should tell you that we, as usual, are brought to you by Life's First Naturals with an S.com. Life's First Naturals.com, the makers of True Biotics and Bovine Colostrum. Great products. You can see their randomized control trials that show what benefits they have, what health effects they have at lifefirstnaturals.com. So today it is the talking points on the Great Age reboot. Over the last 170 years, life expectancy at birth, and this is a special thing because you're going to be able to be 40, that is, you're going to function as 40 when you're calendar age 90 with an 80% probability. That's what this is all about. How do you prepare for this life longevity as the next disruptor, longevity as the greatest disruptor? And that's really the segment we've done all along. Longevity is the next disruptor. The last one, by the way, was the chip. <laughs> micro, not potato, um, which came 60 years ago. It has enhanced life, but this one gives you life. So over the last 170 years, life expectancy at birth in the United States has increased from about 41 to 79 or 80 years in a relatively straight line fashion of about two and a half year gain for every 10 years you've lived. But this was initially due to improvements in sanitation and infant health and vaccines, and later in management of chronic diseases like high blood pressure and diabetes and now heart disease. But, and that's a big but, there are 14 areas of aging research um, and with, that have all shown in two species that they can reboot animals, those animal species, to a youth. We've slowed aging. Now we're going to get to reboot it. Um, we're going to get a 30-year exponential jump in the next 10 years. You're about to be able to live longer and younger than ever before. And I like Diamandis' explanation of exponential progress. 30 linear steps is 30 yards, but 30 exponential steps, 1, 2, 4, 8, 16, 32, 64, that's 26 times around the earth. That's how fast research in aging mechanisms is progressing. And that is a largely based 
um, started with the Human Genome Project. When it was started, the Human Genome Project expected that we would find 300,000 genes in the nucleus, but they found only 22,500. And both uh, Ventner's group, the group uh, in private competition, and Collins's group at NIH um, called the rest of the DNA junk DNA. But eight years later, that junk DNA was found to be switches called epigenes that controlled your genes. All genes are is protein factories or watch other genes. And whether your genes are on or not is really um, dependent on your choices to a large degree. That's right. You have control over at least 80% of your genes by the time you're 50. So there are 14 hot areas of exponential research, and uh, we could go through each of them. But let me give you a couple of examples. One of them is senolytics, which is the harvesting of old cells that makes the neighbors old. So if you, for example, get rid of old cells or old proteins that miss signal, then you don't get missed signals or you don't have the old cells that make the cells near them function as if they're old and you get younger. Um, Therapeutic plasma exchange is an example of this. It was initially started by the Conboys in, I think it was about 1967. That's whatever it is, 70, 60, almost 60, 55 years ago, where they gave young blood to old mice and the old mice became younger. Well, we thought this was due to something special in the young blood, but it turns out it was that exchange of plasma, getting rid of it. When they gave me new blood, they had to take their old blood and, and process it away or throw it away or clean it up. Now, therapeutic plasma exchange, you donating a unit of blood, it being cleaned up, your red cells being given back to you, you being given fresh saline or fresh albumin. In the AMBAR study, reversed dementia in 12 categories all 12 that were studied in people with early dementia. So that's just one example, senolytics. Another, gene editing. This is knocking out a gene that's causing a problem. So, for example, the gene that causes heart failure in about 25 to 30% of people is secretes an abnormal misfolded amyloid. You know of amyloid for what it does in the brain or what we think it does in the brain. It gunks up the brain and may allow inflammation. And that's one of the causes of dementia. But in the heart, it causes heart failure. These people had less than six months to live. They had ejection fractions below, I think, 12%. They were given this therapy, 12 of them, and seven of the 12 their ejection fractions are now over 35%. Instead of having a six-month life expectancy more, they got 18 years more. Totally change. That's called gene editing, and there are a lot of gene editing. Um, 
There is photomodulation. There's induced tissue regeneration, epigenetic reprogramming, telomere regeneration, proteostasis, a lot of different things um, that have occurred and that are occurring. In each of these 14 areas has already proven to change aging in at least two animal species. And they're moving in to human trials now. Um, we talked about the, the uh, if you will, the, um, <laughs> I'm making a, we talked about gene editing. We talked about um, therapeutic plasma exchange. Another one is hormetic hyperbaric oxygen exchange by the Israeli group. Shai Efrati, and what this has moved into human trials, if you will, for again reversing dementia and the effects of stroke. So, in this um, hormetic uh, trial, what happens is that um, the um, by going normally when you go to um, half an atmosphere of oxygen, low oxygen. Um, your body says, hey, we're in recovery and starts producing stem cells like mad to help you with recovery. Well, going to 0.4 atmospheres is dangerous, but it turns out in Dr. Afradi's work that going from two liter, two atmospheres to one generates the same response. Your body going from very high oxygen to normal oxygen thinks of it as the same problem of going from normal to very low and starts making new stem cells and healing tissue. So these trials are all moving into humans. And so we think with an 80% probability, um, these, will be, these will allow you to be 40 when you're 90, when you're age 90, um, within 10 years. Well, that changes our economy greatly. So we consulted with um, and co-authors of the book, The Great Age Reboot, uh, Cracking the Longevity Code for a Younger Future, our two, two, one demographer, Albert Ratner, um, who really was the person who generated genesis of the book. He was always trying to um, psych me out in playing ping pong. We would play every Saturday and he'd ask me what was going on in my field. Um, which is obviously aging-related medicine, and I would ask him, I would try and psych him out and say, what's going on in your field? Divert us from attention on the game. And it turned out um, that uh, he, he, uh, he said, we should write a book on this because it will, if this is true, it's going to change human capital. It's going to give us much more human capital. For example, if you're going to live 30 years longer, you're probably going to work 20 years of that. 20 years, you normally work from 25 to 65. If you work from 25 to 85 or 20 more years instead of 40, you're working 60, you generate 50% more human capital. And that solves the pension problem. It solves the demographic change of not enough children problem, uh, what we call the dependency ratio. And what will happen, we predict, is the death rate will decline from 9.2 per thousand to 2.3 per thousand, or instead of the 33 million more Americans predicted by 2050 by the Census Bureau, we project almost 250% more, 117 million. Just think of this, if every worker of 
over age 55 works just one more year, that generates about 1.5% GDP or 350 billion more that these people get to spend. If on the other hand, they live 30 years longer and they work 20 years longer, that's going to see, increase um, your lifetime productivity by 50%, um, if you will. That's a million dollars more in lifetime productivity. Um, and if you, if you will, how much is it for them? That's a million dollars more per person. For the country, that's actually $7 trillion more to spend on personal and societal priorities. It is, what is $7 trillion? It's, it's about a 33, it's about a 33% increase in GDP and a increase in taxes, in Medicare and Social Security payments, if we do it right, which means we save Social Security and Medicare. So um, how do you afford this? Well, you afford your longer, healthier life, save, 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 start young, use the 401k to maximize the advantage by saving the maximum amount. Ask your employer if they match it. If they match it, try and remember to save as much as you can. And what you really have to remember is that saving is simply consuming later. Uh, And you want to get rich slowly. Don't churn your portfolio because prices are up. You don't want to buy because prices are down. You don't want to sell as the horse has already left the barn. Every $1,000 saved today will grow to 16000 in 40 years at a 7% annual return. And remember, defer taking Social Security as long as you can. We go through all these points in the Great Age Rebook book. Now, a couple key things that I want to leave you with. One is you are a genetic engineer for you. We've talked about this. All genes do is make proteins that watch other genes. They're largely under control. So for example, when you stress your muscles, they turn on a gene that makes a small protein called arisen. It goes to the blood brain, across the blood brain barrier and increases brain derived neurotrophic growth factor. It increases your hippocampal size, which is where your memory is. It increases your memory functioning it keeps you from getting dementia or lowers your risk of dementia. So you are a genetic engineer for you. So key points to leave you with. One, change your attitude. You're a genetic engineer for you. Two, only eat food you love and that loves you back. Food is like a marriage. You wouldn't marry someone who's trying to kill you every day. You may love french fries, but they're trying to kill you every day. Three, Choose your team for trust, honesty, knowledge, and curiosity to assess your body and brain and your financial wherewithal. That is, you need a team. We can't do it alone. None of us who are in medicine would try and do a colonoscopy on ourselves or cataract operation. You shouldn't try and do anything on yourself that you're not experienced in doing and can do on yourself. 
add speed to your body and brain. What do we mean by that? Speed of processing games, and they're built into our app, Reboot Your Age. You can find out about all of our stuff at, at uh, www.greatagereboot.com, www.greatagereboot.com. But even better, just go um, and get the Great Age Reboot book. Great Age Reboot, The Great Age Reboot, Cracking the Longevity Code for a, long, for a Younger Tomorrow. It's out today. So since managing stress is so key, you got to cultivate a posse. That is six people who you're vulnerable to and friendly with and a purpose. That's why 90 will be the new 40. You get to control your genes. You're a genetic engineer. Um, so there are more than 50 supplement choices and 180 choices you have. There are many of them are in the book. They're all going to be on our website, Reboot Your Age and the Reboot Your Age app. Um, and the app is really for you to work with your practitioner um, so that um, you and your practitioner can integrate health choices. It integrates all the other health apps and fitness trackers helps coach you. There's a my choices count area so you can put on things that you want to do every day. So three to five minutes a day um, and it has a library and reboot reviews and recaps like I would give you on the program for one thing but it's got it for 180 items and it increases weekly and ranges from filtering your water personalized to your zip code and with what filter to what 34 choices have been shown to prevent cognitive dysfunction and how to do them in the latest on gene editing and management of cardiovascular risk factors, all the other stuff. So that's the Reboot Your Age app, but the real primer on it is that Great Age Reboot book. So um, this is one of the few times on podcasts I've done a, um, if you will, uh, self-promoting, um, if you will, a book, but it's such a great book. Um, this is the most important book I've written. Um, I probably won't write another one, but this is a great book, and I urge you um, if to either get it, borrow it from someone, um, get it from a library, whatever, because it really will. Why we wrote it was to help you think about the future and plan for a future where you're going to be able to, if you make it 10 years with at least an 80% probability, you're going to be able to reboot yourself to a younger self. Caitlin, thank you for great engineering. Thank you, our listeners, for downloading us. Thanks, Life's First Naturals, for being our a partner in sponsoring this um, podcast, lifesfirstnaturals.com. I've got to thank the Deezes as well, who've been sponsoring all of the Radio MD content for more than 20 years. This is podcast 1113A. It's a special one on longevity. Thanks very much for listening. We'll be back next week.